When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan and Tatiana. We wanna wish you guys a happy Valentine's week. We hope you guys are doing amazing. For the last few years, uh, during Valentine's week, we put out relationship videos. That's been a ritual and tradition that we've done. And so we wanna keep that alive here at Project Life Mastery. And today we wanna talk to those of you that are single, those of you that want to find the right person in your life. You wanna attract the right man or woman, your soulmate. And then on Valentine's Day, we're gonna put out another video that's gonna be for those of you that are in a relationship that wanna take your relationship to the next level. So stay tuned for that. But when I look at everything I've achieved in my life, nothing comes close to this right here. Finding your soulmate, finding the right person in your life is the ultimate reward. And it's great to make money, it's great to build a business, it's great to transform your body and all of those other things, but if you don't have someone to share that with, in my opinion, it could be fairly empty. And you guys know my story, when I was 17 years old, I got into self-development because I was shy and I was insecure. And at that stage of my life, I just wanted to find a girlfriend, right? So I just put my focus and attention to figuring that out. I wanted to be confident. I wanted to be attractive and attract someone into my life. And I spent most of my you know, early 20s uh, being single and trying to figure that out. And I know how frustrating it can be when you have this desire that we all have. We all have a biological desire deep within us for connection and for love and to you know, find someone to share a life with. But I know how frustrating it can be um, to not have that or to go through relationships that you go, you know, you get hurt and you go through pain and, you know, sometimes that can close off your heart mm-hmm. and uh, you can close off your heart to build a wall and that protects you, right? And it keeps mm-hmm. out the bad guys, but it prevents the good ones from coming in. And when I look at a relationship, this is the ultimate spiritual growth. Your partner, um, the person that you can have in your life is going to force you to grow so much more than anything else because... When you're in a relationship, your deepest fears and insecurities and the wounds from your past, the traumas that you've had growing up, 
with her parents, your mom and dad, the first man and woman that you ever loved that also hurt you. You know, our parents also hurt us, whether they ignored us or yelled at us or rejected us. And um, that can cause a lot of insecurity. And there's a lot of that that actually prevents us in finding and attracting the right person. And I think this journey when you're single is really about trying to evolve yourself and be the best you can be. And there's a lot that I've learned because, you know, I went through different relationships and different hardships, of course, but I'm grateful that, you know, I stuck through it and I found the right person for me. And when you find that, nothing else compares. So we're really excited and passionate to share this with you guys because this is really the ultimate juice of life. Um, having someone to share life with, someone that supports you, someone that loves you unconditionally, someone that is there with you during the highs and the lows. There's nothing that compares to that. So we're excited to share this with you guys and help those of you that are single. And then again, on Valentine's Day, for those of you that are in a relationship, you guys will enjoy that video as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, you know, being in a relationship, it's such a beautiful thing. And to be able to have someone to celebrate with or someone to cry, you know, on their shoulder, <laughs> whatever it is, it's just like we are yeah. creatures of being and we want to be with people. We and all want love. We all want love. And if you feel like, you know, you don't want that and you want to be single forever, you know, I would say from my experience, usually that the reason being is because you have been scarred from the past. You know, maybe something did happen in your life. You had an experience in a relationship. Someone really wounded you and yeah. it left an internal scar. And it's something that you've remembered. And now you believe that, you know, all relationships are going to be like that. Or like there's all guys are bad guys or all women are bitches or whatever, you know, the meaning that you've created. That's really just not true. It's just one meaning. Yeah. And it can actually really hurt you, you know, yeah. because it prevents you from the possibility of creating an amazing relationship. It prevents you from ever opening yourself up enough to have that person enter your life who could be, you know, your greatest treasure, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, Stefan has done a tremendous amount of self-development and work on himself um, in order to get himself to the place where he um, was able to now be in a place where he could find the person of his dreams. And, you know, maybe you can share what with the, the singles yeah. guys out there, some things that you did in order to prepare yourself. Yeah, no, I think this goes for anybody, any, you know, man, women that's watching this right now. The, you know, part of one of the most important things that I learned is um, number one is really getting clear on what you want. You know, use this Valentine's week, Valentine's Day as an opportunity if you're single to get clarity on what you want. Mm -hmm. Most people, they don't know what they want. And if you don't know what you want, you don't even know whether it passes you by. Yeah, that's true. And that's always the foundation of success is setting a goal, having a vision, getting clear on that, being specific about that, because that allows you to at least manifest and attract that into your life. Mm -hmm. If you're general and vague, then, you know, whatever's just going to show up will show up. And most often it's not what you really want anyways. So mm -hmm. you got to get clear on what you want. And one of the things that I did, I actually have a post on my Instagram five and a half years ago, almost six years ago or so, six years ago almost, yeah, um, where I wrote out in my journal. And I wrote it out, I actually posted on my Instagram um, that I wrote out exactly what I wanted for a relationship. I, and I was so detailed. I wrote out the type of woman that I wanted to attract physically, emotionally, spiritually, the traits, the characteristics, the type of love, the adventure, the travel, the experiences. I wrote that out as much as I could and I wrote out pages of that and I think that's the first step is getting clear on that. Now, often, you know, people, they make a list and that's important to have, but it's not that everything on that list has to come true. Yeah. Out of your list, 
because otherwise you're creating an unrealistic standard. And there's some people that are so picky that they never find someone because they have a standard that's not realistic. So it's out of your list. It's really determining what's most important. Mm. What's the most important qualities that for you are non-negotiable. Yeah. You know, for us, you know, and, and you know, for me, it was always attracting someone that was spiritual, someone that was into self-development, someone that, you know, I had a physical type as well. Um, someone that was into health and fitness and things that were important values to me. I wanted to attract someone that also had similar values. Because if you have certain things that are important for you and then you attract someone and, and you don't share those key values that you have, then there's going to be a conflict. You know, if I'm into, I'm a Christian and I'm a spiritual person and I'm into self-development and I'm on grow and work out and do all these great things, but my partner's not, then that's going to create a conflict and it can, la it can work based on attraction and lust and all those initial chemicals that you have when you first meet and you're attracted to someone but it's not gonna turn into a lasting relationship. So values are really key, and it first starts with getting clear on that mm -hmm. and make a list, and then really highlight and circle, these are the most important things for me. These are the things that I really need to make sure mm -hmm. that I attract and find in that person. And so that was the first step. I invite you guys to do the same. Spend some time on Valentine's Day and journal that out, get clear on that, make it exciting, make it fun. And whenever you create a vision, it makes it exciting. Yeah, right? It's a new possibility. It's a compelling future that you have that's going to pull you in that direction. The next piece, though, is getting clear on once you know what you want, who do you need to become to attract that person? Mm -hmm. right? So here you want this amazing man, this amazing woman who's healthy and fit and into self-development and spiritual. Who do you have to be to attract mm -hmm. that? Who would that person be attracted to? Mm -hmm. What kind of values and beliefs and character traits do you need to become? And once I realized that, that's the key, right? I was like, hey, you know what? I'm not showing up as that person. That's why I haven't attracted this into my life. So I realized, you know what? I'm expecting to find someone who's healthy and fit, but I'm not healthy and fit. I'm not taking care of my body. They wouldn't be attracted to me. Right. Or I'm not living my life at a high standard. I'm not you know, living on purpose in my life. I'm not living in my masculine power. I'm not, you know, living in discipline. Someone, and, if you want someone who's generous, yeah. if you're not being generous in your day-to-day -day life, then, you know, someone who is generous is probably going to also be attracted to someone else who's generous. Yeah, you know, so really working on yourself and evolving yourself was key. I remember one moment I had a, one experience because I, I was really heavy into the whole dating space. I was a dating coach for many years and you know, I used to go out several days a week and I'd hang out with my friends, a bunch of guys would go to bars and clubs and, you know, daytime and push ourselves to overcome our anxiety to go up and approach women, right? Because I realized the woman that I want to attract, she's going to want a man who's confident enough to approach her, right? She wants a man that can take initiative, a man that can go up and say hi and introduce himself and be comfortable and confident and own himself. And I was like, you know what? I got to overcome this fear and become that powerful man. And so I used to do that and I got really good at it. You know, I remember I became very extroverted and social mm -hmm. and I transformed myself in so many great ways. And I was putting myself in proximity to meet, meet women. But I was really frustrated because I, I still couldn't find that right person. I couldn't find um, someone that would actually, you know, be attracted to me and want to be with me beyond just that initial approach you, or that initial looking, date. Were you looking for someone that you wanted to be with long term or was it this I, just a phase? No, I was. Just... I, I was definitely looking for that. I wanted to attract a, a certain quality of person. I was frustrated that I wasn't attracting that. 
And I came to a realization, I realized, I remember it was like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, I was with my friend Reza, and we're both frustrated after a rough night, you know, not, not, getting, night. not getting any phone numbers or not meeting any women and not going the way we wanted. And I realized, you know what? Me going out and doing this is not gonna get me really what I want. Me going out just doing more and more approaches and all this wasn't really gonna get me what I wanted. I actually had to realize I had to take a step back from that and work more on myself and my life. I had to become attractive. I had to create an attractive life. Um, my whole life at that stage was just like grinding for success and then trying to you know, chase women. And then I realized, you know what, I'm gonna take a step back. I'm gonna work on my body. I'm gonna work on my happiness. I'm gonna work on you know, my spiritual well-being. I'm gonna work on being a good person and contribution. I'm gonna work on money and success. And I realized by cultivating all those other aspects of myself and my life and developing hobbies and interests and friends, then when I'd go back and meet people, I'd be way more attractive. Mm -hmm. And that's the key, is to become attractive because you always attract. Here's a key distinction. You attract what you are. Mm -hmm. If you're wondering why you're attracting men or women that are always full of drama and problems and negative and they complain and this and this, you gotta look yourself in the mirror, right? Because that's often a reflection of you. Right, but if you are spiritual and positive and happy and you know all this other stuff, and then that's what you're going to attract, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know if you are that, if you're like a spiritual, happy, and the self development type person, the only people that can really relate and connect to you are people that are also like that. Because I actually found when I started evolving and improving myself, I'd go to a bar and club and talk to a girl, and I just couldn't even have a conversation because. I want to talk about this cool book that I read and you know self-development stuff and she would just not even be interested in that, right? Yeah. So I'd have to like dumb myself down in a way to have this su superficial conversation. I hate to say it, but um, it kind of weeded that out in some ways, yeah. right? So yeah. improving yourself, becoming attractive, that's the key. And then putting yourself in proximity with other, where would that person be that you wrote down? Would they be at a yoga class? Would they be at church? Would they be... It's seminars and events and workshops. Would they be, you know, in running groups or meditation classes or whatever it might be, or you know, and even looking online, you know, online today online it's insane, right? Tinder and all the different apps and different well, that's websites. That's how, how we met. Was we on met Tinder. exactly. We met from apps. And yeah. the key thing, the interesting there thing too is sometimes people stereotype those yeah. and they generalize and they're like, oh, that's based on their experience, right? They have a story and a meaning from it. You can meet that person anywhere, but when people are on apps and websites, they're open at least to finding mm -hmm. someone and meeting someone. And we kind of, you know, did when Tinder wasn't as what it is now, it's I guess, different stages. reputation, but you never know, right? So that would be my advice is getting clear on that and improving and growing yourself and always looking at yourself. Whatever you're attracting is what you're putting out. Mm -hmm. So work on yourself. The more attractive you become, the more evol you evolve and you have that awareness, mm -hmm. the different types of quality people that will show up in your life. Like mm -hmm. for me now, even when it comes to friendships, both of us, like we never attract any people in our life that are negative, dramatic, like things like that because yeah. we don't put that energy out there. Or if we notice that someone is like that, then we kind of, we're like not that interested. Yeah, but in it, it really shows up for us now. Like yeah. the people that we attract, is, at least for friends now too, yeah. are like people that are 
entrepreneurs or spiritual stuff. Like it's really cool. Yeah, like there's no drama in our in our lives, <laughs> which is good. I used to rem- I remember when I was you know working at a, a you know my I used to work at like Dairy Queen and Chuck E. Cheese and Cactus Club and all these other you know jobs that I was doing on the side of school. And there's just so much drama with all right. the people in the workplace and um, my friends too. And it's just I don't have any drama in my life now. You know. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so, so what advice would you give for the women out there? Yeah, so I would say, you know, first and foremost, I think um, understanding the energies. And um, it's something that I, I like to talk about because it's actually um, super important. And it's made a huge impact in my life, in my relationship, in my business, and in every single way. Um, so it's understanding that, you know, within each one of us, we have two different energies, which is the masculine energy and the feminine energy. And you can learn more about this. You can do your own research on it. Um, and uh, so essentially that we each have these, right? So regardless of your gender, you have the masculine energy and the feminine energy. And both energies are equal. Both energies are powerful. There's not, there's not one is better than the other. And throughout the day, we interchange between these energies depending on what it is that you're doing. You know, if you're maybe painting, you're probably more in your feminine. The feminine energy is more free-flowing, artistic, you know, draws outside of the lines, flows. If you're, if you're, you know, managing your team or you're in a board meeting, you're presenting something, you're probably using more of your masculine energy. It's more, um, you know, in charge, giving direction. Yes. Um, you know, uh, telling people what to do, you know, that's more the masculine energy. And so it's understanding when you use those energies within yourself, at what parts during the day, at what tasks, when are you using them? Because it's a very subconscious thing, it happens. And once you have that awareness, um, then you can realize, okay, like, when I'm working in my business, uh, I usually am in more of my masculine energy. And this is my experience as a woman. I'm usually more in my masculine energy. And it's important to understand that although we each have masculine and feminine energies within us, there's one energy that is more our nature. And so for me, my feminine energy is more my nature. Um, For Stefan, his masculine energy is more his nature. And so usually that's how it is, but it could be that I'm a woman and my masculine energy is more my nature. It could be that Stefan's a a man and his feminine energy is more his nature. So there's also that possibility. So it's understanding what that is for you. You kind of have to go on a little bit of a journey of self-discovery. But then once you realize that, you realize, okay, when am I using what energies? And for myself as a woman, I realized that, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, I've got a successful business, I'm using a lot of my masculine energy. It's super beneficial. It helps me in so many ways, you know. It's having a team, a lot of that masculine energy comes out. But at the same time, you know, like in general, in the business, in the workforce, the masculine energy is very greatly rewarded and highly respected. And so a lot of us women, it kind of is... Uh, it's a little bit hard on us because we see this and as women who are ambitious and we want to be successful and we want to be entrepreneurs, we realize that in order to gain the respect of our bosses, of our peers, we have to tap into our masculine energy because the feminine energy is seen as weak. And it's unfortunate because the feminine energy is not weak, it's powerful, but that's just kind of how it is, unfortunately, in the low consciousness of the business world at this point in time. 
And so what happens is that we use a lot of that masculine energy and we kind of push down that feminine energy. You know, a good example of this, actually, I just thought of it, was um, the movie Legally Blonde. If you have watched Legally Blonde, you remember Elle Woods, a very, very smart lawyer. She goes into this new office and she's wearing head-to-toe pink because that's her personality. She is feminine as it gets, you know, pink, pink, pink. She's got her little chihuahua in her purse. And she is a kick-ass lawyer, but nobody respects her because she's in her feminine energy. And so then she thinks, okay, I have to now bring myself, tone it down, and tap into my masculine energy. I've got to wear business suits, and I can't really be my authentic self if I want to gain respect. At the end of the movie, she realizes, you know what, screw that. I'm going to be my feminine self. That's who I am. So anyways, the point is that at some level, if you're always in your masculine energy, when your nature is your feminine, there's going to be this sense of... It's not going to be attraction. Because well, there's, there's like a, 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 a magnetism from it because if you're in your masculine, masculine men won't be attracted to that, right? Yes. You'll attract men that are more in their feminine. That's the thing. Um, and in order for attraction to happen, there has to be polarity. It's like mm -hmm. a positive negative charge of magnets that magnetize together based on that. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to this too, I mean, if you're gay or lesbian, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, most often there'll be one that their nature is more masculine, the mm -hmm. other one is more feminine. And there's times for me where I'm in my feminine and yeah, times and where Tatiana's in her masculine. There can, be, there can still be attraction yeah. based on that as well. Yeah. But we often, we want to be true to what our nature is, otherwise we're putting on a mask. Yeah. And you put on a mask and you're being something you're not, you're not really going to be fulfilled mm -hmm. by that. And so it's, it's understanding that, that we yeah. all have this energy within us and what creates that attraction, the spark, the mm -hmm. chemistry is is understanding your nature. And there's a lot of men, their nature can be feminine, and there's women, their nature can be masculine. It's not, if that's your nature, great. But most often, if I was a feminine man, I would be more attracted to a more masculine women, and yeah. for vice versa for Tatiana. And, and that's the point of this, is that, you know, that was actually my feminine speaking, right? The feminine goes on and on. <laughs> there's no <laughs> control. So the point of it is that if I'm a feminine, if my nature is feminine, I want to attract a masculine man. But if I have the shield of masculine, if I'm using my masculine energy, then I'm not going to attract a masculine man. I'm going to attract a feminine man. And then I'm going to complain to all my girlfriends that all I do is attract feminine men and I never can find my match. Yeah. And so what I need to do is realize that, hey, maybe I'm, I'm putting up this masculine face when actually I'm not surrendering to my feminine because I'm scared. And because the feminine, you have to kind of let go and surrender. Control. You lose control. But in doing so, you're going to now attract that masculine man. And it's the, the other way around too. If you want to attract a feminine man, then you have to be more in your masculine, right? So it's understanding that. Um, and I think that's what a lot of women are challenged with, especially successful women in business, is that for so long, you know, they spend all of their day at work and they're in their masculine. They don't know how to shift back into their feminine or they're scared to shift back into and, their feminine. And for masculine men, they're not going to be drawn to that as much. Yes. Um, oftentimes when a man walks into a room, what women notice is his confidence and his presence. When a woman walks in, they notice, uh, men notice their radiance, mm -hmm. their, femininity, their femininity, how they're just flowing and free-spirited and yeah. just really owning themselves and their body. It's the energy that makes them so much more attractive. Yeah, it's not um, how they look, it's, it's just, their energy. You know, a simple thing, and I remember when we used to go to bars and nightclubs, I used to use this as an example. If, you know, men go out to a bar and club, 
there could be women that are gorgeous and attractive. Everybody agrees that they are. But if there are women that are kind of closed off, you can kind of sense that energy. They're closed off. You know, they're kind of guarded. Um, they don't have any, like, expression on their face, not smiling, not having a good time. Men aren't going to be drawn to that. Or they might be because they're physically attractive, but there's going to feel they're not going to be able to connect with that or really be that deeply attracted versus women that maybe not might not even be as attractive it's not about looks they could be just in their feminine laughing having a good time open inviting, yes, inviting. men will be so much more attracted to that so understanding the energy of what you're putting out and how you're living and showing up that's going to make a huge difference mm-hmm. to what you attract mm-hmm. and so you know oftentimes like the masculine energy is all about Control, focus, mm-hmm. determination, efficiency, planning, strategizing, um, direction. That's a very masculine competition, right? Um, you know, things that are physical and working out and sports and being around other men, that's more masculine energy. The feminine energy is more flow, um, freedom, sensuality, feeling, sensations, um, arts, dancing, singing, music. Just They're really in it. tune look with things. Look out into nature. When you look at nature, you see the trees and the lakes and the rivers and the oceans and uh, the, 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 the birds. Like, it's the feminine energy. It's just beautiful. It's just free-flowing, and that's feminine. Yeah. And, and for, you know, um, for men, it's really important to be, to be in your masculine if that's your nature, right, and you want to attract some, a woman that's feminine, being rock solid. It's almost like you're the rock and the feminine is the waves. Or you're the, the flag, the flagpole, and the woman is the... Um, Wind? The, 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 yeah, the, the, <laughs> the flag, right? But you're solid. You're rock solid. You're an immovable object that provides strength, right? And the feminine, uh, the feminine nature can, be, can depend on that because you're rock solid. Mm-hmm. And for me, actually, I was I, I struggled with being in my masculine because I was very feminized. I was very emotional and sensitive, and that was still a, a great strength of mine, my feminine my fem, feminine energy. But I grew up; I didn't have um, a great relationship with my dad. I was more raised by my mom and my sister. And um, if you're a man like that that can relate, there's a good book called "No More Mr. Nice Guy." And it's kind of for men to get out of that people-pleasing mode Mm -hmm. and to step into your masculine nature. Mm -hmm. The other piece, though, too, is most often we all have been hurt, right? Anytime you open your heart, when you're in high school, whatever it might be, we open our heart. And the first time you fall in love, right, you're naive. You're just open to anybody. You don't realize you can get hurt. But sometimes you do, right? And when that happens, it's really important to make Mm -hmm. sure that you don't close off your heart. Mm -hmm. We've all been hurt. We've all had horrific things that have happened to us but when you close off your heart you're the one that's going to suffer from that Mm -hmm. because you're not going to be open to finding love and the only way you can do it is you have to be open you have to be willing to to love you have to be willing to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. Um, it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all and oftentimes when you're hurt you put up a masculine wall a masculine shield a woman that is more in their masculine is, is one that's been hurt. And she's doing that as a way to protect herself and close herself off. And again, even though that keeps out bad guys and protects you and keeps you safe, mm-hmm. it doesn't allow good guys to flow into your life. And so we still have to make sure in spite of that, that we enter every new relationship, every new possibility with an open heart as if it's a new new relationship all over again and not be jaded from the past. The mm-hmm. past doesn't equal the future, guys. Mm-hmm. 
just because you got hurt before doesn't mean you will again in the future. You have to still continue to trust and have faith that the right person will flow into your life. And that's where a lot of deep healing work has to come. Looking back to your relationship with your parents. You know, I know for me, um, my parents went through a divorce and had a really bad relationship. And I had a lot of things that I had to work through and get past. Um, I know friends of mine that their parents passed away when they were young. And if your mom and dad died when you're young and you're not complete in that relationship with them in some way, shape, or form, that can affect your relationships because maybe, maybe your mom or dad, they abandoned you. And now in your relationships today, you never get too close to someone because your parents abandoned you and now you, f- you think a man in your life is going to abandon you. And mm-hmm. not unless you resolve that, guys, you're not going to be able to create that great love in relationships. So really what I want to invite you to do is dive deep into awareness that most people don't think about. You know, most people don't talk about this in you know, the Cosmo magazines or whatever it is. It's so surface, surface level dating advice and tips. This is the deep stuff that if you've been looking for someone for a long time, you got to really do some deep self-development work on yourself through your past, through past pain, traumas, and, and, and learn to heal that and get clear on what you want, get clear on who you got to become, work at that, be the best version of yourself, understand the masculine feminine energy, and it will show up for you. As long as you put yourself in proximity and you're open, inviting, and putting out that great energy out there, you'll attract and find that right person. Mm-hmm. I truly believe it. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and, and also last thing is just don't come from this place of desperation. Because yeah. if you are giving off this energy of desperation, people will feel that and that's also not very attractive. You don't want to be so needy. You want to come from a place of abundance. You know, you are working on yourself. You're on this journey. Yes, you welcome the love of your life to come into your life. You know, you welcome a new relationship, but you don't need it because you complete yourself. Yeah, you, you know, you yeah. fill your own cup up. You don't need someone else to fill you up. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you got to be happy first being alone as your life is right now, not thinking that someone's going to make you happy. That's an unfair burden that you're putting on someone else. Nobody wants that because then you're actually coming into a relationship to try to take something from them mm-hmm. that they're going to complete you and make you happy. Nobody wants that. You know, I, I used to also use this as an analogy. It's like a glass being half empty. If your glass is empty, then you're going up to other people, approaching them like, hey, can you fill me up? Can you complete me? Can you give me something? But you're not giving anything to offer back. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you're overflowing, if you've got that glass, it's overflowing and now you approach different situations with something to give and you don't need anything in exchange from that, that's so much more attractive. And I understand as we get older, there's more pressure, right? Pressure you put on yourself, especially if you wanna have a family. But that's, in my opinion, gonna only repel people versus really focusing on being happy, fulfilled, Mm -hmm. living your life fully. That's what's more attractive to people. I remember this one girl that I knew um, she was in her 30s and she was looking to find someone and she tried so hard. She was putting that energy out there. You know, I got to find someone. I got to find someone. Every guy that she was meeting, are you the one? Are you the one? Are you the one? And trying to push it forward and kind of force it. And she didn't have any success with that. Then she made a commitment. I remember this. She said, you know what? For one year, for the next year, I'm not going to put out that energy at all to try to find someone. In fact, I'm not interested for the next year on finding a man. The next year, I'm going to focus on me being happy, me just doing yoga and meditation, spirituality, self-development, but having no attachment to that whatsoever. And I remember following her on Facebook. And I remember after a few months, she attracted the man of her dreams. 
And it's just so amazing how she puts so much effort trying to control and find, and that's often the masculine, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to set the goal and trying to make that happen and, you know, um, versus just releasing that and surrendering to it allowed the man to step into her life. And it's pretty amazing how that works. Absolutely. So listen, we hope this uh, video has been beneficial for those of you that are single. Uh, hopefully we gave you some great advice and some tips to help you, you know, find that right person for you. Um, this uh, time of the year can be a great opportunity just for you to reflect mm -hmm. on your love life and make it a priority, guys. Um, really, like I said, there's no greater gift in life than finding that right person to share your life with. Mm -hmm. And find role models and examples mm -hmm. of people that have what you want, that have great relationships, because I understand, you know, sometimes it's hard to find that. Sometimes, you know, we look at relationships and marriages and statistics are in the United States that one in two marriages end in divorce. So it's not that optimistic, but most people, they don't know what we're sharing with you. They don't know the masculine feminine. They don't know and living their life with love and, and values and vision, all these principles. And you gotta make sure you don't allow society's kinda you know, standard, I guess, to influence you. You gotta find relationships that are passionate and loving that have lasted five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, because they exist that are more alive, that are thriving, that are passionate, regardless of how much time they spent together. So find those as role models and examples, because otherwise, you know, I didn't have, my parents didn't have a great relationship, and yours didn't either, and often that can be the model for you, and if you're moving towards that, that's not that promising. So having great examples of relationships, of love, and what's available, find that, that will inspire you. And the couples that I've seen and we know that are like that, they inspire us mm -hmm. and they show us what's possible and they just really motivate us to you know, really create an amazing relationship. So find that, have that hope, have that excitement, grow, become the best you can be, become attractive, and I have no doubt, I have no worries that you'll find that right person. So listen, if you guys enjoyed this, please give this a thumbs up here on YouTube. Subscribe for more videos here on Project Life Mastery, more videos on relationships, self-development, spirituality, improving your life, creating a great business, a great lifestyle. You can find that here. Subscribe to Tatiana. She has a YouTube channel as well called Tatiana James. And she focuses on helping people build their own e-commerce business on Amazon, Shopify. She's got amazing content, so make sure you find it and subscribe her as well. We'll link below to her. As well as follow us both on Instagram. We'll link to that below uh, for you guys too if you want to learn more about our life and relationship. Uh, we share quite a bit there, the journeys, the travels that we have there too. Um, otherwise, on Valentine's Day, we have a video coming out on relationships for those of you that are in relationships, so stay tuned for that. Otherwise, thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you again soon. God bless. Take care. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.